Team 1. Breach, breach, breach. You're listening to Breach Your Mind. Hey guys, welcome back. I wanted to get on today and cover a topic that is one I've been hearing more of lately. Um, it's one that people have come to me and and you know, spoke to me directly about, or I've heard it, you know, through some form of social media or or one of those avenues, and. It seems to me that maybe we're moving into a time where even though we question ourselves and question whether or not we can do something, whether we can chase after a dream or or accomplish some task or some goal that we had set for ourselves, that we don't give ourselves enough leeway. We don't take more stock in ourselves and believe that we can accomplish everything that we set out our minds to do. And it's, it's, I get it. I understand it because for the longest time I, you know, I dealt with the same thing. But I remember a time back at least when I was a kid and maybe it was because I was a kid that I had this thought process that I could accomplish anything. Anything I really wanted to do, I could accomplish it. It's just a matter of going out and doing it. And maybe as I got older and and saw how things were or saw how difficult things could be or maybe just how hard I had to work to get what I wanted and maybe I didn't want it as much as I thought I did, I started to create reasons in my own mind as to why I couldn't do it. You know, maybe I wasn't good enough. Maybe I wasn't smart enough. Maybe I wasn't fast enough. Um, and that seemed to carry on up until you know, several years ago when I finally decided to stop sitting back and waiting for things to happen or stumble across them. And in saying that, you know, it, it helped me look back to where I come from and I guess you could say stoke the fire that that was there before that was there when I was a child when you know I believed I could accomplish anything you know I was always told you can you can set your or set your mind to something you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to and I lost focus of it until I didn't and you know, we, we've talked about it before about gauging success on things, and I believe I've been successful. You know, both in my my chosen career and the different hobbies that I have. Those those hobbies have been successful. My career has been successful, <clears throat> and I'd say those hobbies have been successful because, well, those hobbies served several purposes. You know, one was to have something to do. I, I'm not one to really want to sit around and, and kind of, you know, not do much of anything. I did for a time, um, but I'm not really that kind of a guy. So it was successful in doing that. Um, you know, other other 
portions of those hobbies were successful on their own rights. And when I started hearing more recently that more and more people aren't, I don't really want to say chasing their dreams because it really kind of gets cliche at this point, but that's kind of what it is. Um, but the more and more people aren't taking a chance on themselves and are fabricating reasons as to why not to do it. And that's disheartening. It really is disheartening because how do you know? How do you know if you've got what it takes to do the thing that you want to do if you don't really give it a chance? If you never start it? If you bail on it before you get the chance to really get going with it? How do you know? And it's a conversation I've had, you know, a few times this week in that, you know, someone has said something to me in the form of, you know, what if? Or what ifs are good for planning, but what ifs aren't good for accomplishing much? Because when you start playing the what if game, it starts to put something in your mind that makes you believe you might not succeed. So you're already planning not to succeed when you start playing that what if game. And you're setting yourself up for a failure. And I don't mean for a failure as in, <clears throat> as in what we've talked about in the past, but rather a failure in the sense of you gave up on something before you even had a chance to invest in yourself. You know, all of us, we all have little dreams or goals or things that we want to accomplish. And we lose focus on how bad we want it when we start to get scared. When we get scared for one reason or another, and I'm not saying scared as in, you know, the machismo, oh, you're, you know, you're a coward, but scared in the sense of you're worried about taking that risk on yourself. So you decide not to do it or you come up with reasons, or you make sure something occurs so that you can't do it. And I really don't know a shortcut way to getting around it. You know, the, the, the one piece of advice that I have for anybody when I have this conversation is go after it. You don't know until you try. And if you try and you don't succeed with it, well, then you at least still won something. You know, we talked about it in one of the podcasts, uh, you know, several weeks back that Thomas Edison, you know, his, his assistant came to him and said, you know, we've, we've tried all these elements and, and, and we've gotten, we've, we've gotten no success. We've gotten all these failures. He said, no. We found out that X number of elements don't make a good filament. And when he was interviewed about the light bulb, you know, how does it how does it feel to know that you failed a thousand times? And he said, I didn't fail. The light bulb was an invention that took a thousand steps. We tried. Rolled the dice on himself. And at least if you try 
and you don't succeed, at least in the terms that you've set for yourself, at least then you've succeeded in finding out where you are with it, finding out how passionate you are about it, how much it really means something to you. So I don't, I really don't have any better advice other than to tell you to just keep going after it. You know, I've had it said, well, what if I'm not good enough? Well, how do you know? How do you know if you're not good enough? If you never start, you'll never find out. You know, so why is it? Why is it that we would rather give up on ourselves than take the chance and push ourselves forward? You know, I've, I've said plenty of times to people in conversation, nobody loves me like me. I love me some me. Nobody loves me like me. So if I love myself so much, why wouldn't I put the same effort and the same energy into pushing myself forward as I would someone else that, that's I'm trying to help? You know, why would I put so much more effort towards them than I would towards myself. That doesn't, logically, that doesn't make any sense. If you care enough about yourself, if you care about yourself, then at bare minimum, you're going to give that same energy. At bare minimum, you're going to push that same positivity towards your own goals, towards your own accomplishments and dreams and, and things that you want to get done in your life. And guys, we've only got one. What are you going to waste it on? You know, do you want to sit back when, quite frankly, you get too old to accomplish some of these things and regret the chance that you never even started? You know, I, I don't. I don't want to be, you know, laid up in a chair or a hospital bed or, you know, wherever I end up at the time that I become decrepit. But... I don't want to be sitting there regretting not doing some things. I don't want to regret not taking a chance on myself. You know, I've said it plenty of times that I hate this camera. This camera is not my friend. You know, before I even hit record, I'm messing with the lights and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm adjusting my shirt and making sure my hair is not all over the place. What little bit I do got. But... I hate the camera. Absolutely hate it. But it's kind of a necessary thing for what I want to do. Trying to get a message out there. So here I am. Staring into a little camera and taking a chance on myself. That's what I'm doing. So what's stopping you? You know? Let's say it's something you want to get done. You hadn't started it yet, but you know it's something you want to accomplish. Have you even sat down and figured out what you got to get, what you got to do to get to that point? Have you even, you know, done your research to find out what it takes to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Well, if you hadn't, then how bad do you really want to do it? 
you know, I would say that if you really wanted to do it, you would at bare minimum have already done that. You know, I hear it all the time. Well, I looked into it. I looked into it. I said it myself. You know, hey, did you do such such? I looked into it. it. Means I gave the bare minimum effort. I pulled up some information I could find on it. I did a little bit of research. Went, all right, well, I got a kind of an idea. Now, when it comes to doing this podcast, that was a different ball game. I spent weeks doing research, watching YouTube videos and reading forums and, and going through everything that I could to figure out what I needed to do in order to start doing my own podcast. I didn't just look into it. I did the research. You know, the next step was actually figuring out if I had everything I needed to go ahead and get started. Fortunately, in today's times, it doesn't take a whole lot. Well, initially, it was just the just the uh, camera that's that's in my laptop. You know, it's not a horrible camera, but compared to the one that I'm looking at right now, wasn't much. You know, um, using the microphone. You know, it was some cheap microphone. I say cheap. It was an inexpensive microphone that I had purchased for someone else just so happened to plug into my laptop and I said well I at least got that I got a microphone I got a camera I got something to record on did a little more research so I had the stuff I needed to do oh and there just happened to be a website that allows you to host free podcasts well starting to run out of excuses on why not to do it because I already had the equipment that I needed so I wasn't spending any money the website to host it's free not spending any money there so I've got the resources I've got the equipment the only thing that was holding me back was me you know actually sitting down and doing that first recording and it took me getting COVID and having to stay home for two weeks before I finally decided to do it and the first time I did it I waited till everybody was out of the house Every single person was out of the house. It was me and my dog in the ferret. We're sitting there and I thought, you know what? No better time than right now to give it a shot. So that's what I did. I sat down and started real small. Just a little introduction on who I am and what I was trying to do. And then I listened to it and I absolutely hated it. Hated every single thing about it. I hated the way I looked on camera. I hated the way my voice sounds because my voice sounds different. You know, all of our voices sound different than what other people hear. It sounds different to me right now than when I'm going to go play this back. And I'm probably going to hate the way my voice sounds then. But I already had the material recorded. I already had, you know, the equipment I needed to edit it. What was stopping me? The only thing stopping me was me. So I uploaded it to the podcast site, hit publish. There we go. Made the first step, first big step. You know, and here we are several episodes later. I've upgraded my equipment a little bit, got a little better camera, much better microphone. Um, 
using some different software. I've actually invested a little bit of money into it, started doing some advertising and things like that. So I'm putting forth the effort, taking the chance on myself. And I know, you know, it's a lot easier said than done. I'm not saying that, well, if I can do it, you could do it. That's true. Because trust me, people that know me outside of this, that know me in my everyday life, they know there's a different side of me. You know, I've said before, I'm a big dumb animal. That's what I am. But I try. You know, I might mess up. I might stumble. I'll make mistakes. I'm probably going to wind up hurting myself doing something. But here I am. Trying. Rolling the dice on myself. Now let's move one step away from, or one step forward from the person that hasn't even taken that chance for themselves yet. Let's look at the ones that have gotten the job offer that they wanted. Now, I've got a couple of these people in my life right now. You've been given a job offer. Now, all of a sudden, you're questioning whether or not you should take it, whether you should take that job. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take it? Because you have doubts on yourself? Because now, now, after you've sold yourself to the people you're trying to get interested in, now you start to question whether or not you have what it takes. You had the confidence to, to put in for it. You had the confidence to, to apply for that job. Where did that confidence go? What happened to it? Why wouldn't you move forward with something you were so confident in before? Yeah, it's new. And as much as people won't change, we're creatures of habit. We hate change. You change something, you just upset the apple cart for a lot of people. So why wouldn't you do it? Just because you want to hold yourself back? Now, all of a sudden, after you've spent the time and the effort practicing for your interviews and, and making sure when you wrote things down, you you wrote them in a professional manner or, or a, at least a legible manner. You did all of this work to get to the point of getting offered this job. Why wouldn't you take it? What happened to your confidence? Because now it's showtime and you're worried that maybe you oversold yourself. You know what your limitations are. You know what you can and can't do. Hopefully you were truthful in, in your application. Hopefully you were truthful during your interview, which there's no reason not to be. So where'd your confidence go? Why was it good enough then, but not now? Well, my daughter at the time that she conquered her stage fright was 15. 15, she conquered her stage fright. I assume the vast majority of people that listen to this, you're older than 15. Some of you maybe not so much. Some of you well older. A 15-year-old conquers stage fright. And I don't just mean stage fright in the sense of, you know, I just can't sing in front of big crowds. 
stage fright to where she couldn't even sing in front of me. I'm her dad, known her her whole life. She couldn't even sing in front of me. Yet she finally decides to break out of her mold at 15. And here you are with a lot more experience under your belt, a lot more life experience, a lot more education, a lot more of everything. And you can't have that same confidence. What logical sense does that make? And I know you're probably thinking logic don't have a lot to do with it. It's about emotion. I get it. Emotion is clouding your logic. We let it happen all the time. You know, emotions serve a great purpose. They, they do. They serve a great purpose. But there are some aspects of our lives where emotions make things far more difficult than they have to be. So why are you letting something that's a feeling and not a fact affect a decision that at least at one point you're pretty confident in? It makes no sense that you wouldn't go after that job that you tried to get. You, you put in the application, you did the interview, you did everything you had to do and you were chosen. Out of everybody else, you were chosen. Why wouldn't you do it? You're literally only gonna let down yourself. Companies, they care to an extent, but they're not in the business of caring. You know, you see it all over social media. Companies will replace you in a heartbeat. Happens all the time. They're in the business of being a company. So you're not letting the company down. You're letting yourself down. You're letting your lack of confidence determine what you will and will not succeed in. But you were confident enough to at least get to the part of getting in the door. I don't, I don't, maybe it's because I finally got past mine. But now that I have, I don't see why you would do that. I don't see why you would not at least see it through. Get in there and start after it. You got hired. Go after it. Go after it and put forth that same effort and that same energy that you've had this whole time. And see where it takes you. You were dedicated enough to get the credentials. You were dedicated enough to be able to sell yourself to the people you were applying to. Put that same energy out there. That same effort and see how far you can go. You're literally the only thing holding you back. Once your foot's in the door, that's it. It's not about getting hired anymore. It's not about, do I have the right education? It's not, do I have the right training? It's not, do I have the, enough job experience? Have I done this career long enough? It's none of that anymore. It's literally you 
because you obviously had everything else you needed, at least to get in your foot in the door. You know, no one starts a new job or, or a new path or a new goal already being the best at it. So, so what if you get in there and you're not the smartest? So what if you get in there, you're not the fastest? So what if you get in there and you're not the best? Who cares? You've got your foot in the door. The rest will come with that same energy and effort that you put forward getting there. The rest of it will come with that. You can become the smartest. You can become, become the quickest. You can become the best. But you'll never do it if you don't at least take that chance. If you don't roll the dice on yourself. You know, at least try. At least. You know, I, I would be lying to you to say there's not things that I tried that I let go. That I was in the middle of and was like, you know what? This ain't working out. I'd be lying if I said that. But I was at least already doing it. I at least did what I need to do to get there. And then after I got after it, I decided it wasn't what I wanted after all. You know, the, the one I'm talking about is when I decided that I was going to be a business owner. I was going to own my own business. Guys, that's not me. I was young and arrogant and was tired of not making the money I saw everybody else making. I couldn't see what they put in to get where they were. I just knew I wanted what they had. The way to get it was to get my own business. That was a rough couple years. It really was. You know, there were weeks without paychecks. Weeks where it was seven days a week doing work. A lot of it were very long days. But that's what it was taking. It was taking that to try to make my business a success. And then while I was in the middle of it, I made the decision that I was kidding myself. Because, yeah, while it would be nice to own my own business, I wouldn't help anybody in the sense of what I determine as helping people. Yeah, I was helping people with, you know, their general construction needs or general contracting needs. I was helping them in that regard. But I wasn't helping them in what I felt was fulfillment. So I gave up on it. Legitimately gave up on it. Dissolved the incorporation. The nine works. Did it in. Made the decision. Cut it off. But I at least tried. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I look around. I look around everywhere now. Whether it's just general society. In my place of business. And I see so much potential. Potential. <laughs> I see so much potential. 
in so many people. And it looks like it's just being wasted. Now, <laughs> I don't mean that in the sense of people are wasting their lives. But one thing I've learned as I've gotten older is it's easier to see that kind of potential. It really is. Now, it's not philosophical or, or anything like that, but it becomes easier. And maybe it's because, you know, I've done so much or I've lived so long and seen so many things. But it gets easier to see the potential in people. But then it get, becomes frustrating because you see their potential, you know the potential they have. But they either don't act on it, or they just won't get out of their own damn way. And that one is the one that I think is the most frustrating, because they're at least trying, but they can't get out of their own way. They're too busy thinking that they've got it. That there's nothing else that... that they can be told or taught or learn about what they're going after. And that's foolhardy. It, it puts you in a bad spot. And they can't get out of their own way. And it doesn't matter how many times you talk to them. It doesn't, how, doesn't matter how many times I sit there and explain to them, look, this is, you know, this is the reason why you're not moving towards that goal. No matter how many times I do it, they can't get out of their own way a lot of the times and that becomes frustrating because you see it you know it, it happens as a parent when I look at my children granted all of my children are you know above and beyond those more influential years but I still see the potential in them I still see the potential in every one of my kids you know, and it's it's frustrating to see their potential and not see them go after it. And I don't mean that in the sense of, oh, well, this is the job they'd be good at or this is the the goal they should be moving towards. It's not that because it's, it's not my job to dictate their life. It's not my job as a parent, as their dad, to dictate, you know, what their next move is but I see their potential. You know, I can see their strengths and weaknesses a lot easier than they can for themselves, at least in my eyes. And I see the same thing with co-workers, with people in society. Yes, and it becomes frustrating. And I, I really wish I had a shortcut way of getting people to get to that point. I really wish that there was some sage advice that I could give that would flip a switch and just, you know, make it happen. But the truth of it is, is all I can do is talk. All I can do is try to encourage. All I can do is, is, you know, offer some kind of support to kind of help that along. But in the end, the effort has to come from that person. 
the work has to be put in. There's absolutely nothing accomplished in this life without work. Legitimately. You know, every once in a while, there's a diamond in the rough that can, you know, excel and be perfect at just about everything they put their hands on the first time they do it. But those are a rarity. And if you have the opportunity to come across one, don't become frustrated with them. It's natural to them. Don't become frustrated with yourself. Use them as a guide. Use them as, as a, a source of power to help keep you charged to going after it. You know? I don't know. I wish I had the answer. Or at least one that people would be more open to. That would make flipping that switch easier. Like I said, in the end, it's up to that person. It's up to you. If you're the one that's sitting back doing it, it's up to you. What's it going to take to flip it? How many times do those opportunities have to pass by before you finally decide that today's your day? How many times do those offers have to be right in front of your face and you turn them down before you decide, you know what? I need to take it now. I'm going to take it. There can come a time where you don't have those options anymore. Whether it's age, whether it's, you know, physicality. There's a variety of reasons why these things can become unachievable at a point. Then you're left with the regret. And that hurts worse. Because you can't go back and change it. I come across something uh, a couple days ago, I, I guess. And it said, time is the one thing that we all have, but we can never get back. Maybe, maybe because I'm getting older now and, and I'm looking back on how many years have passed, it rings true a little more now. But that was pretty impactful. Because it's 100% accurate. You know, when I was a teenager, I couldn't wait to become 16. I was ready to get my driver's license. I was ready to get out behind the road, behind that wheel, all by myself. Now, I was ready to turn 18. I couldn't wait to turn 21. When I got to be 21, I was going to buy that first drink, that first legal drink. I was going after it. You know, and a few other accomplishments. Early 20s, man, you couldn't have told me anything. You couldn't have told me that one day... I'd be sitting there looking back over my life going, man, I should have done this, that, and the other. But it's the truth. That's exactly what I do now. Don't get me wrong. I don't have any regrets. Everything I've done in my past is what's led me to where I am right now. But what if? Playing the what if game on you. What if? What if I would have taken that chance on myself a little earlier? 
what if game takes on a whole new meaning when you're looking back over your over your life on it? Don't be that person. Don't be that one that goes, what if I would have done this instead of that? How would it have turned out? What if I would have taken that job? Where would I be now? Don't be that. Be that person that sits back 20, 25, 30 years down the road and looks back and goes, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I took that chance on myself. I'm glad I rolled the dice. You didn't lose. No matter what happens, you didn't lose. You literally have nothing to lose by taking the chance. Oh. Hopefully something I said can ring a bell for you. Hopefully it'll flip a switch. Hopefully me having this conversation right now and giving others the chance to hear it will flip the switch for them. Maybe. At least I hope so. Guys, I'm not going to keep you any longer. So... Until next time, be safe. Catch you on the next one. Bye.